0: Welcome to the LU Moment, where we showcase all the great events, activities, programs, and people right here at Lamar University. I'm Shelby Rodriguez, Associate Director of Community Relations and Public Affairs here at LU. And welcome back to this week's show. So listen, I have some Cardinals here with me today. They got an opportunity to travel um, a couple thousand miles away to Denver, Colorado, for a special um, de- student development um conference and so yeah joining me today is Elena and Isabel both engineering students. Uh, Thank you ladies for joining me on the show today.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us.
0: All right so listen let's get into um, what this conference was about. It's called the SIBSA Student Development Institute. Um, How did y'all get selected for this institute?
2: Yes, so um, we are workers at the LU crew, and we work at the Welcome Center at Lamar University. It is the front door of Lamar University, so we do tours, we do admission packets, answer un- the university's phone lines, and um, we are both specialists within the student workers. So um, we both been here for a while and served some time, so we got to be selected to go to Denver.
1: How long have you been here, Isabel? Uh, since July of 2022. Oh, okay, okay. So, and what about
2: you, Elena? I've been here
0: since um, January of 2021. Oh, so you've been here a little longer. Yes, I'm seasoned. <laughs> seasoned. Season, she calls it. <laughs> Season. Okay, I like that. And so this institute, give us all the details. Um, when did you all attend exactly? So we got to
2: attend January 5th through the 7th of 2023. So the beginning of this year. And... Um, Yeah, some of the things that we learned were um, how to do better tour guides, how to interact with new students, um, how to interact with their families coming in, um, how to make that personal relationship with the school to that student.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say how to better make students who are seeking out Lamar or different universities feel more at home at Lamar so they want to come here.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. So y'all kind of um, went to kind of develop yourselves, right, so you can better explain the student experience to future cards. I love that. And so you were gone January 5th through the 7th, Denver, Colorado. Were y'all afraid to go? I can't
1: imagine how that was. I was not. You
0: weren't? No. no? I
1: mean, I was afraid just, like, interacting with people. But yeah. once I got there, I was, I was okay. I was had, interacting with everyone. Had you ever gone to Denver, Isabel? No. No? And that was the second time I've flown ever.
0: <gasps> oh, so you got that opportunity with us. I love that. What about you, Elena? Were you scared at all?
2: Um, No, I wasn't scared. I was actually excited because I've never been to anywhere, like, in the north. But I, f- I flew a couple times before, so that part wasn't scary. But to see actual snow and, like not being in the South was pretty cool. It was a good experience. Um, I just think I really enjoyed the connections that we make. I love meeting new people. Um, I follow like 20 people on Instagram just from yeah. this event. So I think, and just bettering myself, like learning to, sometimes you have to be the person to start the conversation, or sometimes you have to be the person to explain your story. And then that's how it gets more people engaged. And um, just understanding like there's, oh there are students out there that want to represent the university, like the way you have your passion for your university. So I think that was one of the greatest experiences.
0: What about you, Isabel?
1: I think I got to learn how to better making connections because you know you go to a lot of stuff and it's all about networking, um, showcasing yourself and whoever you're with, in this case, Lamar University. Yeah. And so just interacting with so many different people from across the US, yeah. that gave me more confidence to not only speak about what we do here at Lamar, but um, made me more comfortable for the future. I
0: love that. Well, ladies, I want to thank y'all for joining me on the LU Moment this week. Yes, thank you for having us. Um, Listen, it's been an eventful week for the College of Fine Arts and Communication, but... um especially for the L.U. Department of Theater and Dance. They have uh, just released their list of spring season performances, and we're excited about it. Joining me today on the show to talk a little bit more about it is Alan brings director and assistant professor. Alan, thank you for joining me on the L.U. Moment this week.
3: Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here, Shelby.
0: Alright, so we have three performances this uh, this spring, right?
3: Yes, that's right. Ooh, uh-huh.
0: What are we kicking it off with? What's happening first? So,
3: first thing that's happening right out the gate is the Heidi Chronicles. Okay. Um, this is a play written by by Wendy Wasserstein, um, and in 1989, it won the Pulitzer Prize, the oh. Tony Award, it also won a gamut of other awards, uh, Susan Blackburn-Smith, the Drama uh, the drama Desk Award, Outer Outer Circle Critics Award, Inner Circle Critics Award, it kind of oh. just kind of swept everything, so, yeah. um, but even though it was, it came out in 1988, 1989, mm-hmm. it's still very, very pertinent today. Really? Um And this play, written by Wendy Wasserstein, is one that has influenced a lot of other plays in the theatrical canon. So it's it's an important play, but it's definitely not dated, even though it is over 30 years old.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I always um, have to ask you, why did you choose this particular work? I mean, yeah, it's an award-winning work, right? But why this one?
3: Yeah, well, I think always it's good to start with a good script, right? Mm. Um, And... given all these awards I think we have a pretty good script to start with <laughs> you're like so. hey this is a winner it's, it's good. a good script yeah. and like I said even though it's 2023 now, almost said 2022. Even though yeah. it's 2023, it's still got a lot of things to say to audiences today. Yeah. Um, in rehearsals, just the other day, I was talking with students after we went through it, and just you know, chatting about it. And how? What do you feel about this? And they're like, "We really, really like this. It's still very relatable. Like, yeah. still so many themes that apply to us. Like, this, yeah. is, this is really good. We're excited about it." So I was like, "All right, good. We're excited about it."
0: Oh, so. I love that. So just a little background on the play, y'all. Um, Heidi Holland and her friends navigate careers friendships and lovers as they make their way through the last decade of the 20th century. I'm questioning their identities, relationships, and daily lives as women in an ever-changing world. Yeah, that is definitely relatable. <laughs> yeah. That is evergreen right there. It just doesn't stop. Um, and so, the Heidi Chronicles that will air on February 23rd through the 26th, right, Alan? That's right.
3: That's
0: right. Showtimes begin at 7.30. 7.30, uh,
3: except the 2 o'clock matinee on the 26th.
0: All right, and and guys, you already know, the uh, performances will be in the University Theater between the Dishman Art Museum and Jimmy Simmons Music Building on the campus right here of Lamar University. What's the next play that we have coming up, Alan? The Revolutionist?
3: The, yes, The Revolutionist. Mm. The Revolutionist is a play by Lauren Gunderson, and this is a playwright that is one of the most uh, readily produced playwrights in the country for the yeah. last number of years. Yeah. Um, and we have a guest artist coming in to direct this, Laura Moreno. Okay. Okay. Um, she does a lot of stuff in Houston Market, but she's coming mm. out to direct this. Um, and this is following four women through kind of the French Revolution time period. Yeah. And um, just kind of their struggles and how they come together to, um, well, I guess you'll need to find out, but fight Ooh. the system essentially in some ways. So, yeah. But it's it's a great little comedy following these four women Um Kind of looking at things from a historical lens, but also an irreverent lens. You know, and yeah. playing around with that, and and it's just a fun, fun play. So
0: there seems to be an underlining theme of women, right? Women empowerment type of thing. Was that on purpose?
3: A little bit, yeah, a little bit. You know, um, it's we have we have a lot of women in our department, so it's like, <laughs> why not highlight these amazing women? Yeah, so. yeah.
0: And what did the students think about this this particular work?
3: The Revolutionists, yeah. they really like it. It's, it's a little bit more, it's a, it's a newer play than uh, The Heidi Chronicles, so some of them are yeah. a little bit more familiar with it initially. Um, so they're very excited as well. Like I said, yeah. it's, it's a fun comedy. Heidi Chronicles is, is funny as well, but it gets, um, it's a little bit, there's a, little, a few more layers in there as well with Heidi yeah. Chronicles. So both plays are really yeah. great.
0: Heidi Chronicles feels like it's a little more real life, Um, You know, a little more heavier, in a sense, because we've been through these situations, maybe. Um, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And so what time period is the revolutionist kind of set in?
3: Revolutionists is French Revolution. Mm. So, you know, uh, 1700s-ish. But... um, I'm not quite sure. what I haven't seen the costume designs for it yet. So even though it takes place during that time period, um, the costumes might play around with that a little bit. Oh, I Um, love that. Speaking of time periods, though, the Heidi Chronicles takes place anywhere from 1956 to 1989. Yeah. So uh, Tanner McAlpin, our uh, costume designer, is doing a great job of just setting up each of these different decades. So you get to see kind of a little bit of a fashion show as you travel through these decades and, and follow these characters as well.
0: I love that. And so I think the last time I had you on the show, you kind of talked briefly about um, how you prepare students to play roles for which they're not even old enough for. Right. So how do you continuously get because I'm sure you have a new group of students. Right. How how do you continuously get those students ready for these roles and help them prep for it?
3: Uh, each show is a little bit different right yeah um, with with the Heidi Chronicles it's Wendy Wasserstein has a lot of language in mm-hmm. it and she makes a lot of references to it so mm. this early stage rehearsal is just kind of familiarizing ourselves with all of these different things that she's yeah. talking about yeah um, which is really cool and a great learning process in and of itself yeah um, other plays they might be a little bit more physical where it's about you know the physicalization of the characters mm-hmm. um, but it all comes down to what are the relationships between these characters so mm-hmm trying to pull out, especially with the Heidi Chronicles, where we have one character that we follow and all of these other characters that kind of come in and out. Yeah. How do we track the relationships of these people over these different decades and how have they changed from this moment to 10 years later to five years later or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be? Yeah. Um, So language and relationships are the things I'm kind of focusing with uh, the Heidi Chronicles. Mm. But Yeah. Each play is a little bit different.
0: And kind of, I guess they kind of immerse themselves into that experience. And some of those experiences they probably haven't really had yet, huh? Like life.
3: Yeah, but I I think they still kind of they still relate to them. They've they've seen people go through them, or they've Mm -hmm. heard about them, or maybe they have had some of them. Maybe not to the extent of um, these characters that are older. A lot Mm -hmm. of them than than the students, but it's certainly something that is relatable for these students.
0: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And so The Revolutionists will take um, the stage on April 13th through April 16th. Of course, that showtime is at 730 and the Sunday matinee at 2 in the University Theater. We're excited about that one, too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And so the the final um, performance that we have is Dance Unleashed, which I always love. Dance yeah, Unleashed. Yeah. Talk to us about Dance Unleashed, Alan. What can we expect this year?
3: Sure. So Dance Unleashed um, is kind of at the end of each semester. We have the faculty dance concert this yep. year. It's the Dance Unleashed at the end of this semester. Yeah. And it's it's it always surprises me as well. Um, yeah. Uh, the dance faculty always create an original work um, mm. and cast the students in it. There's usually a guest artist involved as well. So you never really yeah. know what to expect other than it's going to be a good time and a lot of fun just watching these these young students um, dance yeah. in these different styles. It could be anything from um, tap to silks, you know? Yeah. So there's, there's always something different and you never really know what to expect with it. You
0: never really know. And then the last time I had Amy Elizabeth on the show and she yeah. talked about Dance Unleashed, but she also talked about um, research, how her dances connect to research. I just thought that was so interesting. Those performances that we see um, in Dance Unleashed, she she kind of took time to research and research how you move the body and you know, comparing it to okay, a body of water and how you kind of you know, just I don't know, it's just very methodical. So I'm always like entranced when you when I have y'all on the show because it I think it goes deeper than just throwing some performances up on the stage, yeah, right, or putting on the costume. Um, y'all take time to immerse in the characters, immerse in the work, and so yeah, I'm always a fan, Alan.
3: Cool, cool, yeah, it's in the performing arts, our medium is. The actor or the dancer, right? We don't necessarily have a canvas that we can work with. Our canvas is ourselves, our instrument, our body, our voice, etc. So researching Mm. how, whether you're playing a character that's older than you or different from you in some aspect, or whether you're researching a dance and how you might move in this specific style. You're researching on yourself, right? And and how you can use this performance art to portray uh, the themes that you're wanting to do.
0: I love that. And so Dance Unleashed, that's going to be April 28th at 7.30 p.m. and April 29th 29th at 2 p.m. um, and 7.30. So there's two times there. And, of course, that's going to be in the Dishman. uh, I'm sorry, it's going to be in the University Theater. Tickets for these performances range from $7 to $15 and are available at lamar.edu forward slash l-u-t-i-x Ticks. all right that's where you can get your um your tickets and so alan you know we're coming up this is our centennial year yeah. right centennial year um did y'all sneak any kind of um little golden eggs or nuggets in the performances that we should be on the lookout for
3: in terms of the centennial year? Yeah. You'll just have to come out and find out? It,
0: it, you heard it here first from Alan. He's like, he's not dropping any spoilers. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good journalist. He's not dropping any spoilers. But I like that, Alan. I like that. Well, we're looking forward to it. We're excited about it. Um, anything else you want to add?
3: Yeah, oftentimes we have, in addition to these um, department programs that we yeah. do, sometimes we have student-led events as well. And one of those mm. that often happens is called applied choreography. Okay. Uh, and this is the students choreographing their own works and you know, casting students, and it gives them a little bit of hands-on experience of how they would do it. Um, we give them a little yeah. bit of faculty oversight, but really it's, it's up to them to, to figure out how to do it. So giving yeah. a little bit of experiential learning as well with that.
0: Okay, that's exciting. That's exciting.
3: Hope to see everyone there.
0: We hope to see everyone there as usual. We're excited about it. Um, and so, yeah, Alan, I want to thank you for joining me on the LU Moment this week.
3: Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to be here. All
0: right, guys, we have just, um, guys, if you're just tuning in or couldn't stick around for the entire interview, don't you worry. I got you covered. Just search LU Moment right there on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to follow us on social media. Just search um, Lamar University on all social platforms. Hit that follow button and we're right there for you. Um, yeah, this is Shelby Rodriguez, associate. Director of Community Relations and Public Affairs here at OU, the pride of Southeast Texas, and I'll talk to you next time.